Clown Car, a parenting podcast where a mom and a dad talk about what it's like being the ringleaders in our own circus. We are not professionals. The only credentials we have are for kids. So do your research and find what works for you. Hello. We are back. It's just been crazy lately. Oh, and we're also your hosts. <laughs> oh, Barry and Gristle. Yay. Yay. But life is crazy right now. Yep. Um, so... Like, we didn't record last week, obviously, but there was also part of the the week where, like, it got in the evening time, and we're just like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> I love how you explain that every time. It's the same answer every time we miss it. It's been a really stressful time right now, people. We're stressed out. So, but, so we're, we sat down, we're like, no, we will do it tonight. We will provide the show. <laughs> da, 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 that's right but let's uh let's let's talk about our crazy circus let's do it's time for the stories of the week so we were just sitting down and, and trying to come up with like what did we do this week and i was like i really can't i can't think of anything i did this week with the kids and it makes me feel kind of like a bad dad. <laughs> you drove him by two Pokestops. <laughs> we played some Pokemon Go. Yeah, sure. we've gotten Pokemon Go back on my phone, which has been a joy. It's always been on my phone. I deleted it, and now I remember why I deleted it. Because my kids just fight over it all day long. But it's my turn! Right. Not that we're playing it all day, but it's kind of like, if there's a lull in the day, their immediate thought is, can I can I get on your phone and see if there's any Pokemon around? Right. I'm like... Turn your brain into something better. Like, why can't it be like, Mom, can I read an educational story? Yes. Yes, you can. What kid does that, though? Smart kids. Oh, yeah? The kind that become scientists and stuff. Actually. Not that our kids aren't smart. That's not what I meant. Actually, I think kids that are playing lots of games will probably become scientists. Oh, my gosh, scientists. Barry. And, Back to this. And programmers. Whatever. And tech gurus that will lead the world to the future. Anyway, I'm just trying to say that you did something with our kids. But I really didn't. You played games with them today. I, I played games with them. Bo- some I board fell asleep on the couch like I do. On Sunday, her I'm took sorry. her Sunday nap. And, I know. And I, something about Sunday just knocks me out. But I, I so I played games. Games with the kids to entertain them. But I had fun. It was still fun. We played King of Tokyo and Rally Up and stuff like that. It was fun. Yeah. Good. I wouldn't know. I was sleeping. There you go. There. That. that bo- you done did it. Boom. There's me. <laughs> go. It's the Crystal Show. Okay. So I've been getting so frustrated about the iPad because like Pokemon Go, it is the only thing on our kids' brains always. Only thing. It's it's not TV. It's not anything. It's can I play the iPad? Well, it's the first thing. Like almost every single morning, even though they know the answer, a child will come up at like six thirty in the morning. Sometimes it's earlier than that. Come up to my side of the bed because I'm the closest to the door, right. and it's always, "Daddy, can I play the iPad?" Or if for some reason they knew that they would get a no from that, it's like, "Can I watch a show?" Just like, sure, watch a show. Just go. <laughs> so, yep. Anyway, so 
the other day, and I've been trying to do new things, like, like I, I, lately I've been doing You Have to Read for 20 minutes before, but the girls have been asking if they could paint, which is nice, because that has nothing to do with tech. Right. And so I was like, yeah, you can paint. So I got all the painting stuff, and the boys are like, can I play the iPad while they're painting? And I said, if you paint a picture. That's right. <laughs> Try, you, trying to, if you do something you know, creative. And I have a book, so I, I was like, hey, everyone, have fun painting. You know, when I go in my room, I hadn't even finished one page. <laughs> Jackson walks in, he's like, I done, can I play the iPad? And I was like, what did you paint? And he's like, I made a tornado. <laughs> Sweet. And I was like, go back and paint something else. Like, a tornado doesn't count. And so I'm reading. At least he said it was something. <laughs> and then he came back in. He's like, I did. And it literally was like two minutes later. I'm like, what'd you paint? And he's like, a door. And I said, this is not working. So I, I said, go get a coloring book and color me a picture. And then you can play. But he just does it with one color, though. Two minutes later, he brings in a picture. Multiple colors. but And he's a good colorer. But it was like, scribble, 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 and he goes, look, I color. And I was like, dude. <laughs> Way is- to aim for the bottom of the, you know, totem pole. I know, area. and then my the oldest comes in with this yellow blob, and he's like, well, I was trying to paint Pikachu, but I didn't have the colors. And I was like, so do you want to get, like, a permanent marker and draw in his mouth and stuff? He's like, no. Can I play the iPad? <laughs> I was like, you guys are killing me. <laughs> It's so frustrating. And you go out to the table. I go out to the table, and there's two pictures. And all Jackson did was dip his finger in blue paint and go down the page. That was the tornado. Of course. And the door is a rectangle that he painted with his finger. At least he knew that a door was a rectangle. (laughs) Boom. So finally, I was like, Grayson, you have to do a word search. And Jackson, you have to do four pages out of your workbook. Right. But then I had to sit with him and do the workbook. Which was actually fun and cute because he's adorable, and and Grayson did the word search, and that took longer than two minutes. Right, and then they earned the iPad. I'm just kidding. But you didn't get any of your reading in. I'm just counting down. No, I finished the book. Oh, and yet she sits here and complains. <laughs> I know it's been. I've read a lot lately because life's been it, stressful. It numbs my numbs my life, but um. Yeah, so anyway, I've been trying to be better about the iPad. And it's been working Okay. pretty good. Good. I seriously, though, I'm counting down for school because I want a routine again. Right. I liked how, you know, they get home from school. They do their, do homework, their homework. They do chores, chores. And then we hang out. Right. But. Glove, 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 drink, 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 glove, 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 glove. <laughs> Sorry, I guess... Like, in the mid-sentence, you're like, I'm going to take a drink <laughs> right now in my thought. Can you talk about thinking? Holding everyone in suspense. There's, like, this pause. It's like, what is she going to say? I'm what sorry. is she going to say? I, wasn't think- I was not thinking. Here, keep talking. I need to take another drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this quality podcasting right, right here. Right? You they know. should pay us for this. That's right. Oh, you should. Anyway, what I was going to say is I have had um a good mom moment this week. Awesome. Is I think we've mentioned I've been taking a math class, right? Yeah. I think I've complained about it this whole summer. I finished my math class. Yay! So finally, at the end of July, I tell the kids, guess what? I'm done with my math class. And my five-year-old goes, yay, now we can have fun for the rest of summer. And I was like, oh, that's like two weeks. I'm sorry. 
But anyway, I've realized with this math class and everything that I'm not spending much time with the kids. Right. And so to fix that in the mornings, I've been trying to do, excuse me, I've been trying to do. Interactive things with them. Yeah. Every day. And I don't, I say, okay, right now I'm going to play a game with Grayson. And then I want to play a game with you. And I'll spend like 45 minutes or an hour playing, just like doing something with the kids. Right. Which has been good. So that's my pro mom moment plus. Awesome. But last week, um, I don't even remember why we got started. Oh, Lacey has the naked doll. This little naked doll. Okay. And I said, I have spare fabric. Why don't you make her some clothes? Right. So I pull out all the stuff and I set the girls at the table and I'm like, well, have fun. I don't know why I thought, you know, five-year-old that and you a could, seven-year-old uh, could figure it out. You could give them fabric and be like... Become instant fashion designers. <laughs> well, you know, I was just thinking they'd tie it on, not like sewing. I didn't give them sewing needles or anything. But, and then so anyway, they're like, okay, mom, we're ready for you to come glue it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I have to well, glue it? <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to be helpful in some way. I thought I just gave you an awesome activity. Right. So I go over and I glue this little outfit, which actually looked really cute. Right. I thought it was adorable. Yeah. But then... I was like, hey, you pulled out all this felt. Let's make her some accessories. Anyway, it turned into us making little animals. Little t- little teddy bear for the their doll. Oh, no, no, no. That day we just made a dress. Right. And then we made the little doll a teddy bear. So the next day, right. they're like, mom, can we make some animals? So we get all the stuff out again. And I cut out these cute things. And I make a little thing for everybody. Like a bird and a, what was it? A cat and a little Pokemon. Anyway, so I make all these things, and our kitchen is a disaster. There's little scraps of stuff everywhere. And every day since then, one of the first thoughts out of Lacey's mouth is, Mom, can we make stuffed animals today? Like, can we make stuffed animals? Anytime she wants to hang out with me, it's like, Mom, can we do this? And I'm like, I do one nice thing for you, (laughs) and now you're going to hold it against me for the rest of my life. Right. Like, I don't want to cut out animals every day. It reminds me of uh, when we were watching The Middle. Mm-hmm. T- uh, oh. the tv show the middle <laughs> right. and the mom felt guilty because they weren't the good parents or mm. something like that and they felt they had to do something so what they did is they they dragged their children out and played football with them right and the k- kids <laughs> the kids didn't want to do it but then they had so much fun and then the next day they wanted to do it and the next day and next day and every single day they wanted to do it and the parents are like what did we get ourselves into we just right. wanted to be the good parent and play a game with our kids, but now they want to do it every single night. And eventually got to the point where they were like, it was a long work day, and they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, yeah, because they, they said, just do it yourselves. Right. Like, why can't you go out by yourselves? And then it just died. Right. And they went back to being regular parents. Yep. Which, how sad that that is so relatable. Right. My goodness. I know, but I'm just like... Sweetheart, can't you want, like, I'll color with you. I'll play a board game, but I am not cutting out more animals. See, my hard time with with things is our kids are really into Pokemon, right? But the two older kids actually know how to play the game mm-hmm. because they can read and they, you know, taught themselves and we've we played with them. But the two littles, they have their own little cards and stuff like that and they want to play too, but they don't know how to read and they don't know how to play. And so they're like, you want to play a Pokemon battle with me? <laughs> and part of me is like, oh, that's sweet. But part of me is like, no, I kind of don't because 
if I'm playing, I, my personality is like, I want to play the game, you know? And so, so, but today, Lacey's like, you want to play a Pokemon battle with me? I'm like, ah, you know what? How about we play Rally Up, which is a, a fun little board game that we have. And she's like, yeah. And so I'm like, yes, I, you know, got her to want to play something. I know she likes playing, but I like playing too with her, you know, in, instead of not playing a game that I don't enjoy. And so that was fun. That's good. So what you're saying is when she asks to do that, I should say, or we could do this yes, instead. That's right. Suggest something else that you... Or you can entertain yourself. Suggest something else. I know. And you know what? Now that we're talking about it, I just complained about the same thing two weeks ago about Pokemon. Right. Because they taught me the game and then every day, Mom, want to play Pokemon? Right. I'm like, no. So what you're saying is that you should never do anything. Right. Just don't. Ever. Don't give any of your kids ever. With you'll our, be happy. With our children and then they'll never ask you to do anything. Exactly. Okay. That's my parenting philosophy. That's right. You're welcome. Brought to you by... <laughs> The clown car. That's right. The experts. What else do you have? Um. You swam a lot this week. I did. We were invited to a birthday party. And on the invitation, it says swim at the pool from 12 to 4. And I was like, what? what? That's insane. 12 to 4. And we get there at 12. And I'm chatting with the mom. Like, mostly everyone's already left the party. If you know me, I'm a bit of a chatterbox. But. What? <laughs> so anyway, I'm chatting with this. With the mom of the birthday kids, and I look up at the clock, and it's already five o'clock. So, and and we're down to a single vehicle, right? And so I have to go and pick him up every day, and so at five, so I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have to go!" And she's like, right in the middle of this really interesting conversation. But we stayed at the pool for five hours, and my kids are like, "Do we really have to go?" And I was like, "Seriously, get out of the pool! <laughs> We've been here for five hours." I know. So we all leave, and we're all a little burned in places. And and then two days later, I see a thing on Facebook. I didn't know the pools were closing this week. So then I was like, well, shoot, now we have to go back to the pool on Saturday because As we a, just have to. The last end of the summer yeah. pool party. Like, on principle, we have to go to the pool. Right. So we go to the pool again on Saturday with Daddy, kind of. Well, I was there for half of the time. Yeah. And so uh, we ended up staying for like four and a half hours right. again. And I was only there for half the time, people, because... Before we had decided to go to the pool on Saturday, I had already volunteered my blood <laughs> to go donate. And so I, I went and donated my blood. I know. And then he comes back and gets in the pool with that wrist thingy, the bandage, bandage on your arm. I don't know. If I didn't know you, I would think that's a little disgusting. <laughs> You told me to get into the pool. I said, take I, it off and I, get in. I even asked her before I get in, like, should I get in with this? And she's like, yeah, just get in. No, I said, take it off and then get in. But I, I just had gotten it on, so I didn't want it to like, be leaking blood. I'd rather have a bandage than be like I know. spurting blood on my neighbor. I know, but when if I didn't know, you'd be like, ew. Like, what, what if he's like sick or has some kind of disease or something? Way to judge me, honey. I, Way to judge me. No, I fake judged you as another person. Oh, that right. doesn't count. Uh huh. Whatever. I still let you. You told swim me near to us. get in the pool. <laughs> anyway, my point is, is I'm the master of making us stay places until our kids are absolutely burnt out. So we've had a lot. Literally of, and <laughs> figuratively. We've had a lot of emotions this week. A lot of uh, special tears. A lot of breakdowns here and there. <laughs> it's been great. So it's been a great week. yeah. But uh, 
I just have to say, I do love my kids. But it was good. Everyone knows you love your kids. I feel like I always am like, I had to spend time with my kids today and it was awful. But I do love them. Of course we love (laughs) our kids. Disclaimer. Yeah. I actually, um, while Barry was gone at a funeral, my, my little brother came over and I feel like every time he comes over, I'm like, just pick up the floor, guys. You know, like, bring your laundry to the laundry room. And he always is like, I don't want kids. And this time was no different. You know, I'm like, go to bed. I'm trying to put him to bed so he can watch this movie. And and anyway, I can just see him looking at me like, Whew. And I finally turned to him and I was like, I love being a mom. <laughs> so I, much. I really do. <laughs> he was like, uh-huh. I still don't want kids. And he said, no, I want one kid, but I don't want any more than that. And I was like, uh. Yeah, well. Well, lots of kids is hard. You, you don't have a say in the matter. <laughs> well, you kind of Well, he does, but I'm just saying. If your wife's like, I want another one, you'll probably have another one. Anyway, so as we are reaching the end of the summer. The summer is ending. Like in two weeks. Ah, Glorious. Glorious day. (laughs) Yes, we should write a musical. That's right. Anyway, so. (laughs) It's not school is out. It's school is in. Yeah, school's in back in August. That didn't work. I know, it didn't. <laughs> Bad flow. Bad, Bad. Flow. That's okay. But anyway, so we, you know, as every parent goes through it, you you are thrown into a whole new routine of things to do uh, back when school starts. Because pe- during the summer, the kids are usually staying up later, sleeping in longer. But not our kids. They're always up at six in the morning. <laughs> but, We're not uh, bitter. <laughs> maybe when they're teenagers they'll sleep in and be like yay but uh but when you start school you know you have to start going to bed at a better time wake have a better wake up schedule and morning and evening routines and all those things so we wanted to talk about what do you do to get back into the flow and back into the school routine we, fa- we found this article that has 15 tips for getting back into the school routine and we have not read this yet. We have yet. not read this. So we're going with the flow. And so this is raw. <laughs> this is real. You, you'll love it. <laughs> All right. So number one, go through your kids' clothes to find out what still fits. Make a list of what they need. You know, clothes, jackets, etc. blah, blah, blah. And go shopping for those items. So I like this because we've mentioned before on the show, there's that whole pressure of like, you have to buy your kids a whole new wardrobe. When they go back to school. But no, that's not the case. This is like, see what still fits. If the majority of things still fit, that's their wardrobe. But if they need new shoes or a new jacket or something, then get them that. Seriously. Shoes. Oh, man. Shoes are Drive crazy. Drive me crazy. Only for our oldest, though. No, all of them. It's like, really, at the beginning of the year, or the school year, suddenly your shoes don't fit. Right. And even our daughter said her church shoes don't fit. And I was like, come on. So not only do we have to buy school shoes, but we have to buy church shoes. Right. Uh, I don't think she said they don't fit. She said they're not comfortable she said anymore. They're hurting. So, but she probably does need new shoes. Probably. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't like buying shoes. You, so you don't want our children to grow. In other words, right. Right. Okay. Okay. Number two, pull out the required school supplies list and see what you already have in the house. Check off what you have and then go shopping for supplies. Right. Which I like because um. We tend to do, we tend to have a lot of school supplies and right. I forget about it. 
like we have packs of paper in our drawer and my mom gave us like a box and i mean like a moving box full of pencils right so we've got lots of pencils oh well all right cool i don't know where this magical box is but (gasps) that's cool so yeah so see what yeah save some money see what you have at the house first uh number three one week before before school starts practice going to bed on time and waking up when you would need need to for school Use extra time to spend outside in the morning or catching up on things you wanted to do all summer. So, it's really interesting because initially, when we started the summer, we were going to be like, oh, maybe our kids, we'll put them to bed like at 8 or maybe even (laughs) 9. You know, it's summer, we'll let them stay up. But, like, a week into summer, we're like, nope, you guys are still super cranky. Yeah, it was awful. So, we we put them to regular school time, bedtime. So, we don't even need to get into that regular time and we still anymore. we only heard like but it's still bright outside like five times yeah, this summer did, it wasn't did. too bad and and they get up you know at 6 six thirty by themselves i know now everyone's but like ma- well, there's your problem magic magically they'll they won't get up for school though right we'll, we'll have to f- get them <laughs> only up. the oldest <laughs> right so uh no that's not our problem our it, you know we try to keep them up to see if they sleep in but they don't and so, essentially, our kids were getting less sleep. Right. Because they were still getting up at the same time, but getting less sleep. So, it resulted in them getting being cranky. So See, the routine for us, though, that's going to be hard to get back into is the after-school routine. Right. Because everyone's always grumpy after school. It's not morning for us. It's it's after school. Right. And you can't really get into that until it starts. Right. So, I bet I you they'll hit, that, hit on that in here. So. No, I don't know. Number four. If you don't have one, make a file for school information and kids' activities for each child. This could be a hanging file or a pocket folder. If you have one from last year, weed out the old information and put in the new. So, like, school phone number I don't know. We don't have that. Stuff. We don't have a pocket kids folder. Ac- kids' activities, like... Soccer? And... Is that, like, clubs or... I don't know. Maybe that's for, like, older kids. Maybe. I don't know. We don't have that. You don't need it. All right. <laughs> Number five. Decide where homework will be done. For younger children, the kitchen or dining room table might work if they need help from parents. For older children, a desk in their room or better is better for concentration. So, our kids usually do homework at the table. Now, this is something... I remember reading a blog about this, but my kids want to do their homework where I am. Right. And so, putting together one of those, like, Study stations, you know, there's a there's a million right. Pinterest boards about cre- creating Pinterest. a, you know, a, this is my kid's study nook or anything. You know, we even have a desk in our son's room. He would much rather use a book and sit on the couch next to me doing his homework right. than in his room. And I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, as long as he's doing it, as it gets done. So that's fine. I'm just saying, for parents, find what works for you. Oh. Nice. Oh, find works for you. Yeah, you don't have to spend money to make a cool spot for your kids to study. Right. That's just me, though. That's a, Yeah. Anyway, number six. Keep extra school supplies in a closet. Blah, 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 blah. And there's stuff. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's smart. I mean, we have a drawer full of school, essentially school supplies. Pe- pens, right. pencils, and okay, other stuff. But for some reason, we never have a pencil on hand. That's because our kids never put them back. Drives me crazy. They never put the pencils it's like, back. Like remember when you opened that package of pencils? Yeah, they were gone in like a day. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great, but I say 
It should be under lock and key. And if your kid needs it, you unlock it. And then you give it to him. And then the you give it back. sacred pencil drawer. And if you don't return this, you're not getting dinner. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, school supplies at home go like that. Right. All right, number seven. Use a personal labeler to label all coats, backpacks, pencil cases, and binders that kids will be taking to school. So something that we... It's called a Sharpie marker. Well, but we also said that we didn't want to mark up our backpacks this year. Right, right. Because sometimes when you're done with a backpack, you want to, you know, donate it. Or instead of like throwing away, you donate it to a thrift store or something like that. Right. And no- we spoiled our kids and let them get new ones and, this year. And no one wants to, uh, you know, buy a backpack that, you know, has some other kid's name on it. Right. And so we're like, well, maybe we'll just make like, um, luggage tag, like a luggage tag card that has their information on it. So, and just make sure it's always attached to their backpack. Right. Right. So we're going to try that this year. We'll see if that works. So if you don't have a labeler, Sharpie works. You can do whatever you want. Right. All right, number eight. During the first week of school, find out what's the best time for each child to do homework. Some want to get it done right away, but others may need some downtime or outside time after school and work better after dinner. It all depends on the child's personality and family's night time schedule. Personally, it all depends on mom's personality. Right. Because <laughs> if we don't get it done before dinner, it ain't getting done. Right. Afterwards, you're like, you're not going to remind your kids to do it afterwards. Me. I forget. But, but I think when the kids come home, you know, yeah, have them, you know, get ready to do the homework and then get a snack and then do your homework. That's what we do. Yeah. Because, like I said, if we don't get it done initially, then it's not. I'm going to forget and we're going to get busy. But we definitely do let them get a snack first or else all heck will break right. loose. They must be fed. <laughs> they feed the minions. That's right. Uh, number nine, establish a morning routine for yourself and the kids. Uh, for non-readers, you can make a pictogram of what they need to do in the morning. Wow. Get dressed, make bed, eat breakfast, brush teeth. Older kids can also make their beds. I am not going to make a, picto- a pictogram. pictogram. But we make, like, schedules, I guess. Yeah, but I mean... But if you can't figure out to make your bed and eat breakfast... Right. You know, like, three steps in the morning... So even little kids can understand that without right. having a pictogram. I don't know. It might be different. But that's our opinion. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Maybe author just, of this article. Maybe it's just the word pictogram. Right. Like, that just sounds complicated. Says that? But it could be different. I mean, we have older kids that our younger kids can model. Right. So I guess for younger kids, maybe... If they're by themselves. Some pictures on a page might be useful. Or maybe they're, like, so ADD that they can't do anything without a pictogram. <laughs> maybe. Right? But then they'd lose the pictogram. That's so, right. Whatever. That's right. Anyway. All right. Ten. Lay out clothes the night before or the or use a weekday clothes organizer. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? I know. Uh, well, they're more organized than we are. Uh, you could put an entire outfit on these your clothes organizer. Uh, on, on hangers and stuff like that. But I, I think it's smart to, you know... Lay out your clothes before, but to do a whole week—that's impressive. Of organizing clothes. I'm not that organized. You're right. More power to the people that are. But if my kids' clothes just get in a drawer, I'm happy. Right. So that there you go. There's a, a tip that you could use. But but yeah, it is good to you know prepare it's, for it's, the next it's day. It's good to be organized. For but those. I mean, you can also say like make sure you have their stuff in their backpack right. the night before. That's could, really what. Or she's you saying. can like pre-make 
a bunch of their school lunches right. before. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Next, ele- 11. Hang a family calendar in your kitchen so everyone knows where they need to be each day. Also, mark half days and days off so you know when you need to be home for the kids or ha- have a babysitter. We do we, that. We, we kind of do that. We agree with you, writer. Book, booyah. We do have a family calendar. I could not survive without it. Right. And I like how it says mark half days because you always every forget. Wednesday. Yeah. You're like, oh, I gotta get the kids. <laughs> every Wednesday is a half day in our town and I forget it almost every time. Right. Why in the middle of the week is there a half day? I, had to, I know. It should be on Friday. Right? Why? Yeah. It's dumb. I know. But I should, on the calendar, put like Wednesday, half day. Right. Or early out. It's not a half right. day. But anyway, next. All right. 12. Handle school papers and forms every day. If you're lucky, the school only sends them home once a week in an envelope. Go through the papers as the kids are doing their homework. Read each. Trash it or put it into the to-do or to-file pile. I like that. To To file pile. pile. (laughs) Uh, Mark significant dates on a family calendar and throw away the paper wherever, whenever possible. Keep your to-do pile on the desk or hall table so you look at it every day until it's done. Ours goes on the fridge. Right. And. Or our little command center that we have. See, I like this because our kids have a habit of thrusting papers at me when I'm, like, in the bathroom or right. something. And then I or set like, them aside and I forget like about them. Or, like, you're in the them. middle of, like, getting their snack or, like, cooking dinner. Like, yes. Here, Mom. Yes. And then you lose them and then you're like, wait, you have to pay $20 tomorrow and I didn't know. Right. But I gave you the paper. Right. So, I like that. And we've made it a rule, like, if you have school papers, they get set on the table and you do not take them anywhere else. So... Ooh, now I'm getting excited for school. Yep, yeah, awesome. Yay. All right, number 13. I'm surprised she didn't say recycle. Ooh. I kind of <laughs> got that. Recycle if possible. I got that vibe from her. I'm, right. I'm disappointed, writer. Um, Number 13. 13. Don't save every piece of schoolwork your child brings home. Amen. Tests, yes. Seat work, no. Artwork can go in a drawer in their desk or hung on a bulletin board or one piece at a time on the refrigerator. Why do we need to save their tests? Yeah. I what? save, like... A few save, tests. Save, well, save memorable things that they did. Right. I I am not the type of person that's like, let's save every single piece of thing you did. That just takes up space. You're never going to look at it. But there's some memorable things, like maybe war, awards or like you did really good on a certain assignment or something like that. Then that's cool. But like everything, I don't know. See, and here's one also that I think people are really opinionated about what you should do. And... I say find what works for you again because, um, like I have a family member that puts everything in a binder and so you end up with lots and lots of binders and I'm trying to do something where I, I take pictures of the things that I love and then I have smaller versions so I can put more on a page for my kids. Other people love to scrapbook. I have a friend who does like one sleeve per kid per year and she puts like her favorite papers of theirs in this one little plastic sleeve with their school photo. You know, like, I like that. Right. But you don't have to keep it and you don't have to throw it away. Right. You do what you want to do. We also keep a plastic bin under our one of our daughter's beds, which we'll have to do probably for both girls because right. they're a little similar. And then if she wants to keep it, she can keep it in her In her bin. Box. Yeah. It's not going anywhere else in this house, but you can keep it in the bin. Right. And that's worked out pretty well. Right. Awesome. 14. Uh, this one's you, right? I don't know. 
I thought I did 13. Because uh, you did oh, the two right. Oh, man. See? Quality programming. Yeah. All right. 14. When children receive long-term projects, make a calendar with them so they can see which each when each piece of project needs to be done. Coordinate it with the family calendar so that you don't plan it on days when they have activities. I'm not good at that. Well, our kids don't really have long-term projects yet. Well, they can't. Like, um, my son, our son's bear scouting for, for, for Cub, Cub Scouts. For Cub Scouts. That right. ends in 14 days, and we still have this huge list of things that we haven't marked off yet. So in the next 14 days, I'm going to be scrambling. I'm not good at uh, spreading things out. Right. We and are, neither is he. We're good at cramming. <laughs> cramming it all in the last two World's weeks. World's best procrastinators. Right. Awesome. So, 15. Keep a list of special classes in each child's room so they know how to prepare. For example, Monday's gym, wear your sneakers. Tuesday's the library, pack books from last week. Wednesday's art, you know, yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. That's kind of like going with that clothes organizer thing. Right. That's a good idea, actually, to mark at least the library. Right. Yeah, your books are due tomorrow. I know. There was one time last year where one of my kids called me and he was like, I forgot my library book. Can you bring it to me? Right. And it was the hardest thing to be like, I'm sorry, kiddo, but you should have remembered that. Right. When really I wanted to be like, okay, I'll come swoop in and save you, you know, but. Right. No. No, you forgot it. Your responsibility. Deal with the consequences. Right. All right. 15 tips on to get back into the routine. Yay, school's about to start. Yay. Good luck. Good luck, everybody. We hope you figure out the routine that works for you. That's right. And um, hope you enjoy it. Right. Tell us your fun school stories when they happen. We'd love to hear about them. So, thank you for listening to The Clown Car. Parenting is hard, and we believe you should get a gold star just for trying. Just remember, our way is not the only way. Find what works for you. You are doing a good job. You can share your thoughts on Facebook, where we are most active. But most importantly, we'd like you to subscribe. Subscribe. Rate. Rate. Review. Review. Our show on iTunes. And until next time, enjoy enjoy your circus. You've been listening to a Closet Geek Studios production. For all information about Closet Geek Studios, visit theclosetgeek.net for all your geeky needs. Or follow us on Twitter and Facebook.